Daryl Morris on Times Radio. Hello, good evening. Um, interesting story from El Salvador this week, where 2,000 suspected gang members have been moved to an enormous new prison. On the face of it, not a particularly remarkable story, that, but it's part of a, something of a social experiment of sorts from a president who has undertaken a crackdown on gang violence that has seen an estimated 2% of the population imprisoned, some without due process. John Bonfiglio has this story for us in Latin America tonight and uh, joins us on Times Radio now. Hi, John. Hey, Daryl, how are you? I'm really well, thank you for being with us. Just give us a bit of the context to this story, John. How bad has the gang violence in El Salvador become over the years? I mean, to, to the extent that it's affected almost every aspect of daily life for the last generation in El Salvador, and that's why the current president, Nayib Bukele, in El Salvador has had to really throw the kitchen sink at it, uh, which means that he has he is fundamentally disinterested in due process, any kind of due process, and has set out to arrest anybody who could potentially not just be involved with the gangs, but also has the profile of being involved with the gangs as well. And this 2% of the population in prison, Daryl, uh, in prison, Daryl, is the highest incarceration rate on earth. And then another stat to throw out to you is you would expect that for a president who is uh, embarking on such uh, maverick, controversial, in inverted commas, policies, that his his approval ratings would take a hit. But Bukele, for the last two years, has had in excess of 80% approval ratings. And the most recent Gallup poll taken last month gives him over 90% approval for this mass incarceration that is taking place across the country, which uh, now has led to this huge new mega prison. The other thing to add to to this mega prison situation is the fact that the images we're seeing resemble concentration camp images. You've got prisoners uh, semi-naked, shaved heads in tattoos, uh, covered in tattoos because of the gang, um, legends, iconography, if you like, and it's a deliberately harsh regime. So there's about one toilet per 50 inmates. And what's interesting about this is that it's a deliberately harsh regime. It's a fight back on the basis of the government, which which doesn't just say we're taking the gangs off the streets. It also says once you're in prison, we're going to make your life hell. Wow. Blimey. I suppose there's a, there's a sort of subplot here as well, isn't there, in the president's handling of this? Because as I understand it, there was something of an agreement, a sort of secret pact to try to end this violence that is believed to have failed. Is that right? Yeah, totally. So when Bukele came in in 2019, uh, on the basis of a fragmented pr- uh, political structure, which we've seen you know, internationally, this, this again, maverick, Twitter-wielding uh, president knew that the main thing he had to deal with was insecurity on the street. So this, uh, you know, people just not feeling safe and organised crime, fundamentally having control of the country. Um, so what he did uh, as a result was that he, he, he broke down all structures and he says that it was actually to do with the fact that he put increasing amounts of police and uh, the military on the streets. But actually uh, what seems to have taken place is there was a secret pact undertaken with one of the gangs, which also gave them uh, political preference, which gave them leniency in prison and so on. And that led to a fall of 50% in an incredibly high murder rate in his first year. Recently, last year, about a year, year and a half ago, there was a spike in violence against it. It seems like that pact broke down. It's at this point that Bukele declares special measures, a state of exemption, as a result of this spike in in murders and embarks on a spate of mass arrests with little or no 
due process, which of course has human rights groups highly critical, but it has your man on the street, your woman on the street, incredibly happy and grateful for the fact that for the first time in 30 years, they can actually go about their daily lives without uh, having to worry about what's around the corner for them. Blimey. And and so I suppose in order to, this brings us kind of to, to, to these mega prisons, and you've already given us some detail there, John, but just take us into that in, in, in more detail. These huge prisons that are being used... Um, I, I guess to cope with what is now, as you say, such a high number of prisoners. Uh, yes, uh, but they are designed to be deliberately inhumane. They are de- designed to be to deliberately take away the humanity from the inmates. Uh, to the extent that also there's been a series of other policies that Mugheli's embarked on, like destroying the uh, the graves of the gang members as well. So what he absolutely wants to do is to dehumanise every aspect of the gang members and dissuade them from embarking on um, on on this career life choice, if you like, if it is a life choice. But this, the images that are coming out of these prisons and have done for a while are incredibly stark. They are of hundreds, thousands of individuals, heads bowed, looking towards uh, the ground, uh, scant clothing, uh, really, the kinds of images that you see coming out of abattoirs, mm. if you like, if, if we, you know, we don't remember them from concentration concentration camps. And what's again particularly interesting about this is, that ordinarily, those images would be hidden by a government. A government would not want those images to be seen nationally or internationally. In El Salvador, it's the reverse. It's the government that is promoting these images because they realise, or, or they're encouraging, an effect amongst the, the civil population, which on the one hand is again to dissuade gang members, on the second, on the flip side of the coin, is to save the population. This is what we're doing. These are the people we've taken off the streets who are no longer menacing every aspect of your lives. All right, goodness me. And I suppose if these are seen to be successful, I mean, those, those hugely high approval rates uh, suggest that perhaps in that respect they have been. A, a chance, I guess, that, they could be, that this idea could be adopted by similar governments who are looking to crack down on crime. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, is it, it, broadly speaking, is it success- successful? Yes, it is. And that's the great fear, if you like, because it is um, it is breaking down all international norms as regards human rights. And of course, when somebody gains power in this context or another context, there can be mission creep. Then somebody who already has this, this power, and of course, Bukele has, has uh, frequently been accused of having authoritarian tendencies to the extent that a couple of years ago, when lawmakers, when his Senate was reticent to pass a particular bill, he flooded the Senate chamber with the military, with uh, gun-wielding military uh, individuals in order to coerce, I mean, there's no other way for it, to coerce the lawmakers to vote a particular way. So the worry is not specifically necessarily about these gang members and the incarceration of these gang members. It's once somebody has that level of power, what do they do with it next? And if, if the checks and balances have been removed, mm. then how can you stop that getting out of control? And you're not only allowed to get away with it, but you're allowed to get away with it with enormous uh, approval ratings for, for having got away with it as well. 90%. Um, oh. I mean, unbelievable. Yeah, incredible. Um, John, thank you. Really interesting uh, interesting insight into what's happening in El Salvador. John Bonfilio with us on Times Radio from Latin America tonight, where 2,000 suspected gang members have been moved into that enormous, somewhat inhumane uh, prison. That's a story I think we should be keeping an eye on, uh, frankly, and uh, and exactly what the, the point that John makes there. What's next? Okay.